good day and welcome to Holding Fast. I trust your anchor is gripped firmly to the Word of God. I begin this podcast and begin, begin a brand new week of podcasting. And I have had opportunity to do a little meditation on some uh, Bible characters that have been influential in my own life. Today I want to call your attention to it in a time that we have together. We'll get right to it. I uh, remember the first one of the first sermons I ever preached in seminary when I was a much younger man than I am now, and I had opportunity. We were supposed to preach on a biographical sketch or character from the scriptures uh, that were helpful to us. And one of the passages that drew my attention, and it does so even today, uh, perhaps for different reasons, but it has a has a, a cap it has captured my attention and my imagination for many years. Uh, and that is it found in the book of First Kings, First Kings chapter 18. I had actually taken my text at that particular time and focused on the first <clears throat> two verses of First Kings 18. There's a character there that uh, I think I could probably mirror more now at this point in my ministry than even at the time that I preached that message as a 21-year-old young man, 21, 22, something like that. And uh, that the character of Elijah uh, resonates with me in a way that it never has before uh, today, and certainly even more than it had, did at the time when I preached that particular message. I still pre- I still remember preaching it uh, when I was in a class called homiletics. You had to stand before your your peers and you know, your college mates, and you had to preach, and then they would critique your message. And uh, that was always a very humbling experience, along with the critique that you would receive from your professor. Uh, And I remember the graciousness of the professor as he would make certain suggestions and things. And uh, I remember the critiques of your uh, classmates that may not have been as gentle at times, but yet they were uh, ultimately very helpful. Um, but anyway, I digress. I want to come back to the topic. Uh, Elijah is the one, a prophet that is often preached on from, from first Kings chapter 18 about standing before Ahab and, uh, announcing that he was going to send rain on the earth. And Elijah went to show himself to Ahab. And there was a great famine that was going on there because in the chapter just previous to this chapter 17, Elijah had, Uh, prophetically made the statement that because of judgment, there wouldn't be rain for three and a half years on the earth. And of course, Ahab blamed, ironically enough, blamed Elijah when it was not Elijah's fault at all. And and all of the uh, activity and the events that Elijah went through and how he stood for the Lord, but yet was weary and ran and and so on and so forth. And there were times that, uh, that his particular ministry has echoed and been a blessing to me, and at least in the sense of my being able to identify with the weaknesses and the ups and downs of ministry. But today, I wanted to begin a podcast for today and tomorrow. Uh, I don't know if you're involved in in uh, full-time Christian ministry or not, whether you're working at a job outside the ministry where you obtain your living from a regular employment situation, uh, it's really irrelevant because the message I think that it is contained in the rest of First Kings chapter 18 is going to be relevant to you today, and I hope it's helpful to you as you uh, meditate on this. You may be on your work, on your way to work right now. 
Uh, you may be coming home from work, but I think that it will have maybe a helpful tone to it as uh, as you think on it. In 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 3, the Bible introduces us to another character. And it's not just Elijah, but it is an, in, an individual who was not an avowed enemy of Ahab in the sense that Elijah is always preaching against Ahab and his wickedness and his idolatry. But yet there's an individual within Ahab's circle of influence whose name, verse 3 of 1 Kings 18, calls him Obadiah. Not the book of Obadiah, but uh, this particular man, Obadiah, the Bible says, verse 3, And Ahab called Obadiah, which was the governor of his house. Now Obadiah feared the Lord greatly. Verse 4, for it was so when Jezebel cut off the prophets of the Lord that Obadiah took an hundred prophets and hid them by fifty in a cave and fed them with bread and water. Stop right there with the end of verse 4. God has a servant of the Lord in the circles of Ahab. I was reading recently even from another pastor named Colin Smith, to whom I give credit, that he reminded me of this character in the Bible in a message that he preached entitled, Your Work Matters More Than You Think. And in these two verses, I'm introduced to a man who is literally put in a very surprising place by the hand of God. Uh, The testimony of Obadiah, I think, can resonate and encourage Christians Uh, Those of you who have been called to serve God in a dark place for reasons you may not necessarily understand at first, but you find yourself in there uh, for, I think, a divinely uh, ordained purpose to serve Him. Obadiah is a godly man, verse verse 3 says. God put him actually in the very palace of Ahab, a very pagan king who was responsible for the idolatry that was so pervasive in the northern ten tribes of Israel. Uh, and if you read if you read commentators and other Bible scholars, sometimes they're divided. There are others who would fault Obadiah for being there, a believer out of touch with God, one man said. Uh, somebody said he was an unseparated servant of God and things of that nature. And there are many accusations that are leveled at him. But I would suggest to you that there's another way to look at this as well, because uh, Obadiah finds himself in a place, and the Bible says he was a godly man. The the Bible is very specific in that it says in verse 3 that he feared the Lord greatly. Uh, You can imagine the darkness that he had to 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 uh, to uh, be a part of the, the the palace that was there, the evil king Ahab and the wicked queen Jezebel and King Ahab. Obviously, it's we're told didn't didn't fear the Lord or walk in his ways. But God placed someone next to him who actually did, and that's an interesting thought when you think about it. I mean, perhaps you're listening today and you can relate a little bit to Obadiah, who loved the Lord but lived in a uh, in a place, worked in a place that must have been very stressful to his own soul. Uh, It's possible that you may be serving in a company somewhere, employed by a company where many things really make you deeply uncomfortable. 
Uh, you may say to yourself, well, I'm a Christian. Uh, should I even be working here? How long can I go on working for these people? Uh, this is so difficult. And maybe you face a lot of pressure in your particular career or where you're working right now. And you ask yourself, should I even be doing this? Perhaps even uh, you're able to observe a lot of things that just are not right uh, and put you in a very uncomfortable situation. And you wonder, is it possible to be a Christian and pursue a secular calling in this world that, uh, let's be honest, is increasingly hostile to our faith? Can I stay? Should I go? And then you think, well, maybe if I went into full-time Christian ministry, there wouldn't be any pressures or difficulties to deal with. And I can assure you that that's not going to be the case. The reality is that the darker the world becomes, the greater the pressure is on believers to withdraw. But I want to encourage you today, don't shy away from positions of influence because they're difficult. Uh, God calls His people to be lights in very dark places. And maybe today you either find yourself going to or coming home from a job where it's difficult because of its hostility to Christianity, because of its its uh, uh, unwillingness to give you an opportunity to shine for God, or maybe that there is just abject disobedience by the people that are there, lack of integrity. Well, I want to encourage you, Obadiah was a man who dwelt in such a situation, but as the story unfolds, you're going to find out that God put him in a place where it mattered what he did more than he actually thought. We're going to cover this a little bit more in tomorrow's podcast, but I want to encourage you to, to listen to the Lord and obey his word, bloom where you're planted, and be a light for those that are around you to come to Christ. God bless you. 